allowing. This seems to be the word that I keep hearing today morning as I turn the mic on and I attempt to speak. What stands between us and everything that we intend to do or pursue is a sacred allowing. Allowing the energy to flow. And this permission slip is to be sought from none other than the inner divine self. And this clearance and this permission slip is granted only when we have the highest intention in place. The purest intent gets us the permission slip and then the allowing starts to happen. The moment the cluttering mind thoughts are crowding in stopping us from beginning a task, from executing something that we want to do. And the voice of that wanting starts to become very feeble. All one needs to do is close the eyes and sit asking for permission, asking for a great allowing and that allowing rises like a wave in the soul it's an ocean current and that allowing is born from the purest intention to connect to serve and to be of selfless use and service to people It's a very subtle, strange, paradoxical situation because most of the times we think that everything that we want to do rises up in us as a desire first. A little seed tucked somewhere in the warm soil of the heart, nourished by feelings and emotions. And as the seed sprouts, the desire grows. It takes different forms and shapes and we want to express that desire. We want to savor the fruit that this tree bears by going on the outside and doing things on the physical level. As the desire rises, becomes a dense forest of its own inside of us, growing its branches and its offshoots in all directions like veins and nerves. Our whole body becomes this desire and it wants to act out of this desire. And as we grow dense and heavy with desiring, we want to execute this, we want the desire to manifest, we want it to be out in the world and it becomes the principal driving force for us. But then this desire which has grown all these tentacles and branches and offshoots inside of us today, 
it just doesn't find its way out. The self-doubt thoughts that start to prune like a rapidly moving pair of scissors and they want to share different parts of this desire tree inside. That's when frustration begins to rise. Depleting forces of courage, inability to act, finding ourselves frozen in our tracks, all the negative thoughts that are bombarding us from the outside in the form of people's criticism and our own summoning of logical explanations why we shouldn't be doing it. It all just adds so much of weight, so much of inertia against movement that we do not get up and do the things that we want to do. And the desire turns into disease. Before all that happens, all we need to do to express that desire to start flowing in the direction of this desire is to close our eyes and ask for that permission. But before that permission can be sought, all I've understood is the desire must be born out of a pure space within, the sacred pure ground of godliness in us. That's where the desire must spring from. If that desire is a material end, it's just a game we play to show off, to express or establish the ego's supremacy, then that desire is a shallow, hollow, chest-thumping act of the ego. Such desires, even if manifested and brought to fruition, lead to more emptiness. They create a very shallow life and a very lonesome world. No wonder sometimes people reach the pinnacle of success and glory and they feel hollow on the inside. Because the desire, the wish that they've so fervently pursued has led them to a very lonesome mountain top. But there's no sharing of that beautiful achievement because there is no beauty in that achievement. There's no making a difference in anyone's life in that achievement. It's a me, me, mine. And it's a very personal, individual elevation. Until unless our hands are reaching out to others in different forms. Unless our dreams and desires are rooting for others, are helping others walk home. Helping others with arms outstretched and pulling them up as we go climbing the steep side of the hill to success. 
unless the desire stems from the question, how can I serve? The desire will continue to be extremely, extremely invalidating. Validation for the soul satiating its hunger only comes from beautiful desires that uplift others, that serve, that bring more joy and love into the world. No wonder, when I turn the mic on, a thousand questions come and sit right next to me. What the hell are you going to talk about and why? Who's listening? What is it to you? All the energy you expend. And then immediately I turn to beautiful poems and books and spontaneous music that was created on the world's canvas. The paintings that were drawn. All that pure art and creativity stemmed from a desire to celebrate. To not just entertain but to share beauty, to create it, for the world to witness. There were no personal individual glories involved before the first brushstroke embraced a canvas, before the chisel hit the stone for the first time. Everything was taking shape with the pure intent and desire to create it was creativity, the creative force, pure, uncorrupted, surging and coming on to its own. Accord to express and to share. That's where all creative block is, when we put a huge ego boulder inside of our chests, in front of our pathways, and we drag this huge boulder as we walk along creative journeys. It becomes the heat-generating inertia source, and we don't want it. The moment we grow wings of pure service intent. The flight is majestic, like the condor up above the mountain ranges. Meditative flight of creation, uncorrupted, and the entire wingspan opens to serve. That's how wide our hearts must open when we create. Pure intent of service. Pure desire to offer. We are an offering of energy to this planet. And we must continue to outpour love and creativity with the same intention. Become founts 
majestic colorful fountains of love and joy. <laughs>